0: Welcome everyone to Worship at Christ's Journey. Whether you're joining us in one of our South Florida campuses or from anywhere around the world in church online, we're so happy that you are here to join with us. We are in the second week of our series called Thankful. And uh, it is my privilege to share this week, and I wanna say a special thanks to Pastor Bill uh, for giving me this final opportunity actually Uh, to share from this platform before my retirement, the end of next month. December 15th uh, will be my 35th anniversary of serving on this church staff. Uh, We have so much to be thankful for. Jen and I were just uh, little children when we first came to be on this staff, you can see right there. Uh, We came as, uh, my role was as pastor for married adults. Uh, That role has changed many times through 35 years, and for the last several years, I've been uh, the executive pastor for campus operations. And so for simplicity's sake, I've just said that that means I deal with buildings, budgets, and business. And part of the business operation of the church or of any, any company that you might be familiar with is the area we call benefits. Uh, Here at Christ's Journey, we have uh, uh, health insurance benefits, we have life benefits, we have dental benefits, we have retirement benefits. Collectively, we put these together, we call this our benefits package. And I'm sure that you're familiar with a benefits package. I mean, these are things that are above and beyond basic compensation, paid for, by the boss, if you will, by the company, or in our case, by the church. These are very significant items, and I'm sure that many of you through the years have made some important decisions related to the benefits package, whether there was one or whether there was not, uh, and, and what kind of benefits came with that particular job. Would it surprise you to know that To become a follower of Christ comes with a benefits package. That allowing God to be your boss, of of working, serving him, comes with a benefits package. That it isn't just about the basic compensation of going to heaven when you die. He offers a wonderful benefits package of, of abundance in this life. I've seen it i've experienced it i've enjoyed it and i want you to know that you can too i want you today to know that you can accept the benefits of belonging that god offers you follow with me on your christ journey app uh, the words that were written about a thousand bc by a man named david he was a shepherd as a boy growing up he became the king of israel And under the inspiration of God's Spirit, he wrote these words that we now call Psalm 103. And so I'm going to read the first five verses of Psalm 103 from my dad's Bible that he preached from for many years. Psalm 103, starting with verse number one. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Now pause just for a second. Look at that word bless. That word bless means literally to fall on my knees and to say thank you. This is a thank you God psalm. Verse 2, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of, what's it say? His benefits. He has a benefits package. And David is now going to list those benefits on our behalf. The next verse starts with an understood subject. The subject is God. This is God who pardons all your iniquities. The first benefit is the benefit of forgiveness. He goes on to say he heals all of your diseases. That's healing. He redeems your life from the pit. That's the benefit of redemption. He crowns you with loving kindness and compassion. That's love. He satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. He gives us satisfaction and renewal in life. Do you see God's benefits package there? David calls it out pretty clearly for us, doesn't he, in those first five verses? Now what he does in the rest of Psalm 103 is he goes on to illustrate how God has demonstrated those benefits in his own life and in the lives of his people, David's people, Israel. And so what we wanna do today is uh, have a little bit of a photo album ourselves and see how God has given us these benefits and how you can experience those benefits in his benefits package. As you came in today, uh, you should have been given a, a little card Uh, that lists these six benefits, has them written out on there. I want you to go ahead and write your name there at the bottom of that where it gives you a space. Now don't worry, I'm not gonna ask for those to be turned in at the end. Those are just for you to take home with you. But I've learned in my work here with benefits that uh, sometimes we have employees who actually forget that we have those benefits. In other words, they don't use them. Uh, We've had employees who have forgotten to register or sign up for benefits Uh, We've also had some employees who will intentionally waive W-A-I-V-E waive their benefits that is to say they can get that benefit somewhere else and so they don't need the benefit that we're offering so today I'm going to go through this little photo album from my life and from ours together, and at the end of each of these benefits as we talk about them, I'm gonna give you the opportunity with that card to accept or to waive that benefit. My prayer for you is that you will accept the benefits of belonging that God has offered. So you ready? Let's go, benefit number one. Benefit number one is the benefit of forgiveness. You know, throughout world history, there is a sad list of men who have become dictators in their countries. They have caused untold misery for the people in their country. They have ruined lives of people and of families and of the economies of their country and of the the nations around them. Back in the late 1980s and the early 1990s, the name of Manuel Noriega would have been on that list. Manuel Noriega was the military leader of Panama and later on subsequently was known as the maximum leader of the national liberation in Panama. Noriega had amassed a personal fortune through money laundering and drug trafficking. Following the 1989 United States invasion in Panama, he was captured and flown back to Miami, where he was being tried and ultimately convicted for racketeering, for money laundering, and for drug trafficking. He was sentenced to 40 years in our federal penitentiary, and most of which he served right here in uh, our federal correctional institution in Miami. But before He was actually tried. He was held in a detention center downtown. And one of our church members, Tony Ponsetti, had uh, established a relationship, was able uh, to to have a relationship with General Noriega while he was being held there in in the detention center. Along the way, through several months of talking about what God wanted to do in his life, General Noriega accepted Christ as his personal Savior. Tony came to me, our church member, and said, is there a way we could put together a group of guys and go to that detention center and baptize General Noriega? So we worked out the details. We, we had a portable baptistry. Uh, we arranged it with the, uh, the officials down there, and one Saturday morning in 1992, six of us uh, took this portable baptistry into the courtyard of the detention center. And uh, just after that, a number of armed guards brought General Noriega out for us to baptize him for his first Christian baptism and Christian communion. Tony and I were so happy to be a part of that, and after the baptism of General Noriega, we began the process of his first Christian communion as we... Did that, General Noriega's eyes began to swell with tears. And someone in our group asked, why the tears? General Noriega replied, I am overwhelmed by the fact that God could forgive me for all I've done. Maybe you're thinking that you don't need that kind of forgiveness. I mean, you might say, I've made mistakes, but at least I'm not that bad. least I'm not as bad as the other people around me. I've made mistakes. Well, you know what? A, A mistake is something that you either have committed accidentally or because you just didn't know better. But what about when your mistakes are repeated over and over again? Or when they're done intentionally? No, you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that we all sin. That we fall short, that we miss the mark that God has set for us, and that we can't fix that problem in our own strength, but that God sent his son Jesus to offer forgiveness for our sins. Have you accepted that benefit, the benefit of forgiveness, or will you waive that benefit? I want you to pull out that card now, and I want you to put a check mark whether you will accept that benefit or waive that benefit. The benefit of forgiveness. Then let's go on to benefit number two. Benefit number two is the benefit of healing. I wanna read for you just a, a brief quote. I'm sitting here in a hospital room in Nevada with my wife. She has all the symptoms of a stroke. And while we're awaiting the results of the test, I'm wondering how I'm gonna preach about the benefits of healing that God offers in his benefits package." End of quote. I wrote those words 10 days ago in that hospital room in Nevada. And as I did, I began to pray. And I began to contact friends literally here and around the country, asking them to pray. And you did. And they did. And on that first day, as I arrived out there in Nevada, the tests were being run. The first day, they determined that it was not a major stroke. Second day, they kept her to see if they perhaps could find evidence of those mini-strokes, the TIAs. They ran tests all the second day, and the, the symptoms began to diminish, and they discovered that there was no evidence of the mini strokes. And by the third day, they determined that a change of medication had been the culprit in her problem, and she was released to go home. So after a brief stop on our way home at Starbucks, we made it to our daughter's house out there, Now, I want to ask you, was she healed? I don't know. What would you call it? I do know that in our family, we've seen the empty arms and hearts of infertility filled by God with a family, our daughter and our son. I know that we have seen mental health crises become the opportunity for us to have a ministry to other families with similar diagnoses. I know that we've seen broken bones repaired. I know that we've seen doctors' heads shaking in amazement at medical reversals. I also know that our small group out in Kendall, our small group that we've been a part of here in this campus in Coral Gables, I know that we have seen many Stories of healing take place throughout the years. I know that we have also seen some healing that comes on the other side of eternity. I know that the mothers and fathers and family members and friends that I've talked to with that experience throughout all of these years have recognized that through it all, God's grace was sufficient and that God's healing power could help broken hearts as well. So how about you? Have you, will you experience the benefit of God's healing? Or will you waive it? Put a check mark on your benefits card. And let's look at the third benefit. Benefit number three, the benefit of redemption. You know, back there in King David's list of benefits, Verse 4 says, he redeems my life from the pit. See that word, redeems? What that literally meant in the day that David wrote it was to act as the next of kin to pay off the debt of another person. In other words, this is the benefit where God, acting as your father, pays the debt that you owe. How's that for a benefit? That's what redemption is. The picture you see on the screen now is my dear friend Robert Rivera. Robert was a Christ Journey member. He actually served on our staff for several years. He was kind of my right-hand man as we began to start the Kindle campus over five years ago. And Robert's was the first funeral that we had in our Kendall campus facility about two years ago. But the first two-thirds of Robert's life was the pits. After suffering several broken marriages, Robert was literally on the brink. He was at the edge of despair, the brink of suicide, and in other words, he was in the pit. But a friend at work told him that there was hope for him if he would experience a relationship with God, and Robert took that step of faith, and God redeemed him, redeemed his life from the pit, he began to get involved here in our church. He began to serve, to volunteer in a number of capacities. He began to go on mission trips. He began to share his newfound faith with friends and with other family members. I remember him returning with great joy from a trip to New York where he had shared his newfound faith with his long estranged father. And his father had accepted Christ into his life. Robert's life was turned around. It was redeemed from the pit. And his is Only one of many changes of life stories that have been changed because of God's benefits package we see that here all the time many of you have had that experience but some of you have not have you accepted this benefit this benefit of redemption this is the most important one will you accept it do you accept it pull out that card and where it says redemption, then you accept or you waive this, redemp- this benefit. Put a check mark on the benefits card. And then let's look at the next one benefit number four, the benefit of love. God has literally overwhelmed me with this benefit. The verse says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me bless his holy name this is one where i clearly just want to fall down onto my knees and say thank you god with all that is within me i have to say that the experience of love the benefit of love is most fully demonstrated in my life through the years through family first i want to say that i'm thankful for the benefit of love that came early to me from my parents There's a picture of my dad up here in the Navy. He's the one up there on the left. He's one of the few World War II veterans, I believe, that are still alive today. He taught me about the importance of the love of our country. Special thanks today, Veterans Day, to all of our veterans for the way that you have taught us and served us to love our country. Back to my mom and dad. They're both alive, they're both well, both continuing to serve God and to teach our family how to love. I'm so grateful for their direction, for their correction, for their protection, and for their love. Then to my wife, Jenna, I spoke of her earlier, but I want to say about her and to her that I love you, more today both inside and out and find you more beautiful both inside and out than the day we met. She has taught me about unconditional love that never wavers. She has loved me and I am grateful that God's love was already in her, born in her as a a young girl and that has been a part of our relationship since we first met. And then there are two kids, now grown-ups, Amanda and Matthew. We love them, and they love us, and their spouses, Gio and Sarah. Amanda and Matt were adopted as babies, and so every day that we have seen them all of their lives, we see them as God's gift of love to us. We love them. We love their spouses. Verse 4, in a little book in the New Testament we call 3 John, verse 4 says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. Talk about feeling the love. And then God takes love to the next level. Grandkids. We're blessed with six of them now. And with each new little life that comes along, I've worried that we wouldn't be able to love this new one as much as we loved the previous ones. But you know what God does? He expands our hearts for love. He gives us more love and expands our hearts for love. I truly know what it means like to feel the crown of loving kindness on my head. But I also want you to know, you, my Christ Journey family, that you are a part of our family that you are a people that I love and that we have loved as a family, that you have loved us for now almost 35 years. You are not just a place where I work, you are a people that I love. Thank you for helping us know and grow in love. You are indeed a family that is unique in an exceptional way. So what about you, you sitting there in your seat Have you experienced, do you want to experience the kind of love that God offers in his benefits package? Take out that card where it says love. Do you, will you accept or waive the benefit of love? Put a check mark there, and then let's move on to the next benefit. Benefit number five. The writer says, is the benefit of satisfaction. Many of us spend our lives wondering if we will ever have enough or will be enough. If you enjoy a little tongue-in-cheek humor, check this video out.
1: From the upcoming film, True Crimes, please welcome two-time Golden Globe winner, Jim Carrey. Thank you. I am two-time Golden Globe winner, Jim Carrey. You know, when I go to sleep at night, I'm not just a guy going to sleep. I'm two-time Golden Globe winner, Jim Carrey, going to get some well-needed shut-eye. And when I dream, I don't just dream any old dream. No sir, I dream about being three time Golden Globe winning actor Jim Carrey. Because then I would be enough. It would finally be true. And I could stop this, this terrible search for what I know ultimately won't fulfill me.
0: Many of us do spend our lives of quiet desperation striving to become or to get what we want. Because maybe then we could stop this desperate search, this terrible search for what I know won't ultimately fulfill me. Maybe your terrible search is not for a third Golden Globe. Maybe it's that new house or that next new car. Maybe it's that promotion at work. Maybe it's just to have peace at home. Maybe your desperate search is for financial peace or success. Maybe, maybe it's the love and respect of your spouse. In King David's list of benefits, he says that God satisfies your hearts with good things. In my years of following him, God has shown me that satisfaction is not so much getting what I want as it is wanting what I get. My personal testimony is that where God guides, God provides I've seen his provision, I've seen his protection, and I have seen his purpose at work in my life and to know that it is more than enough. I've learned that when I seek him first, that he takes care of the rest. I know that Mick Jagger can't get no satisfaction, but I have. It's in my benefits package. So it's your turn again. On that card, on your benefits card, do you accept or do you waive the benefit of satisfaction? Put a check mark on your card and then let's move on to this last benefit. Benefit number six is the benefit of renewal. My grandpa Weidman was a grumpy, Poor, old man, almost all of his life. I remember that he always had a cigarette in his mouth. I remember that he was mean to my grandma and to my dad and to my uncles and to my aunts. I remember that he used a lot of bad words that I wasn't supposed to use. I remember that he hated churches, that he hated Christians, that he hated preachers, and I don't think he had much to say about God either. But Grandpa loved me. That's me up there on the right with my cousin, Danny, who was born three weeks after me. I was Grandpa's first grandchild. When I was 10 years old, grandpa was diagnosed with cancer he was 59 at the time and they told him he was going to live another maybe six to nine months grandpa and grandma moved into our little two-bedroom house to live with us for those last few months we moved all of the dining room furniture out of our house and that's where grandpa and grandma's bedroom was right in the middle of our house I remember during those last few months that he quit smoking that he quit cussing and that he quit being mean to everybody I learned that grandpa had made his peace with God every day when I came home from school during those last few months I'd go into grandpa's room and sit on the edge of his bed and we just talked Among all the stories that I heard, I heard often from Grandpa that when he was 14, he had gone to and attended a little storefront church in St. Louis. And while he was attending that church as a 14-year-old boy, that he heard God's voice calling him, calling him to follow God, and even, he said, to be a preacher. He told me that he had said no to God in no uncertain terms and that he had run out of that place and that he had been running from God ever since that day until then, until on his deathbed and God had given him another chance and he made the most of his renewed chance his renewed opportunity. He told me a lot of things, but these two are the clearest memory that I have. Two things that my grandpa shared with me. Number one, he said, when God is calling you, don't run away. Listen to him. Obey him. And number two, he said, tell people whenever you have a chance, Don't waste your life like he did. Don't waste your life like my grandpa. And so there I just did. Honoring a pledge that I made to him as a 10-year-old boy. Poor, grumpy old man, 55 years ago. Grandpa didn't get to enjoy the benefits package on this side of heaven very much longer. He died just a few months later. When he died, he left me a couple of things. He left me this old leather pouch, that was his wallet, and a couple of silver dollars. That was my inheritance. But you know what? He also left me a life message. A message to not run away when God calls you. Say yes. A message to tell other people, don't waste your life. Have you said yes to God? Is God calling you? Have you made your final check mark on that card? Do you want a new beginning? That's what renewal is. Do you want a new beginning? It really is a package deal. If you want the benefits, you have to say yes to the provider of those benefits. When God is calling you, don't run away. Don't waste your life except the benefits of belonging that god has offered you would you pray with me father we're so grateful so thankful for this beautiful benefits package that you've offered us that for thousands of years you've offered your people these wonderful benefits of renewal and love and satisfaction and forgiveness and healing Father, we're so grateful. But some of us have forgotten those. We take them for granted. We, we don't use them. We don't benefit from them. And some of us have never accepted the benefits. It's like we've waived them. So, Father, I want to offer an opportunity right now for those in This audience, the audience around the world, Father, I pray on their behalf. And if you are here today and you have never accepted the benefits package, but today you're saying, I will, I want to, will you say this prayer quietly, silently in your heart with me? God, I recognize that I have fallen short with my life I don't want to waste my life I don't want to run away from you anymore I want to open my heart and my life to you I want you to be the Lord of my life the boss of my life and father if you would come in and give your spirit to live in me, I receive that spirit now. I receive your son as the way, the truth, and the life in my life. I thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer and for offering me your way and your benefits package for the rest of my life. And I pray this in Jesus' name, amen.